Hey out there, this is Heather Vickery. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Brave Files podcast. Humans are incredibly susceptible to suggestion. Although we may not always want to believe that our minds are so malleable, they truly are. And something like hypnosis can actually affect our whole life. Hypnotist Aaron McGrath joins me today to share how our susceptible minds present a wonderful opportunity. For almost 20 years, Aaron has helped people kick bad habits, overcome their fears, and manage both physical and mental illnesses. Her work is living proof that our minds already have the power to generate lasting change in our lives. It's just up to us to tap into it. I'm completely fascinated by Aaron's work. I've long known that perception creates our reality and that our mindsets can shift to change our perception. So this makes perfect sense to me. In this conversation, Aaron shares how hypnosis can help us see things differently, create new habits, and heal in all sorts of ways. But it doesn't work unless you want it to. One area that Erin sees her work really help is in public speaking and training. Through her work as a hypnotherapist, she helps ease all sorts of anxieties by guiding her clients through all the motions of the day. This has the effect of making clients feel like they've already gone through the day multiple times. And while practice may not always make perfect, it can definitely make us less anxious. Stay with us for this truly fascinating conversation, and let's see what Mind Over Matter can really do. Addiction, Healing, and Helping. This is Heather Vickery, and you're listening to The Brave Files, stories from people living courageously. When we choose bravely in big and small ways, it powerfully elevates our lives. I hope these stories connect with you and encourage you to embrace bravery in every possible way, day after day. Together, we can build a movement of courageous living that enriches both our lives and our communities. And if you enjoy the show, I ask you to please share it with others. Maybe think of someone who you want to choose bravely right alongside you. Thanks for tuning in. Now here's the show. Hey, everybody. This is Heather Vickery. Welcome to this week's episode of the Brave Files podcast. I'm super glad you're here. Y'all, I love to hear about new ways to heal and different uh, concepts and, and practices that don't always include, you know, medicine. So today's guest is a woman named Erin McGrath. She's doing some pretty cool stuff. She specializes in hypnosis specifically for anxiety and depression. And she's helped many people find their way back to health and feeling good. I am incredibly curious about this. And she's also done some work with forensic hypnosis to find lost items. So I can't wait to ask about that. Erin, welcome to The Brave Files. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm ex- I've always been fascinated with hypnosis. How did you get into this kind of work? Well, I had a friend that was an alcoholic, and so I did all this research, and I found hypnosis. So I got every single book I could find out of the library on hypnosis and learned it actually on my own before I went to school for it. Oh, wow. That's 
really cool. I mean, you hear about people doing stuff like that. And I, I don't, <laughs> it makes me think of people who are like, I'm going to teach myself how to do magic. Um, it feels very, <laughs> right. it feels very similar. Um, and so you did it through, through books and like online stuff. And did you get, did you get pretty good at it before you were like, no, I'm going to go to school for this? Yes, I did. Actually, I hypnotized family members. I remember <laughs> my older sister, I hypnotized her and she was out so cold. I was like, not <laughs> cold, but I mean, she was out so deep that I was like, wow, I can do this. So what is that process like? And how do you say to your family? Okay, so I would like to hypnotize you. What did you and what did you make them do? That's my favorite. That's um, my favorite. I made them lay down on the couch. <laughs> so it was, it, I had them lay down on the couch. And then I just went into the relaxation and, you know, relaxing their body, you start with their eyes, their breathing, and then just you know, go through the entire body to relax them. And then they get into a state of hypnosis, which is really a state of th theta, unless you go deeper, which can be even, you know, more. So you can't even hear what I'm saying. Whoa. But it, it's really interesting, because, you know, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. So when I did this the first time, I put some suggestions in that I thought would be good. And my sister had a really bad backache. When she got up, she had no backache at all. What? It was completely gone. She's like, I could do a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need you to hypnotize me and make my knees stop hurting because my knees are killing me lately. Oh, no. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. So you didn't make her like do the chicken dance or run around the house naked like they do in the movies? No, 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 no. no. Nothing mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. But I realized that certain people were so much more hypnotizable than others. Like my son and my older sister, both of them were really, really easy to hip hypnotize. And then I found out later that about 10% of the Pop, a little less than 10% are highly hypnotizable. So so why is that? What makes those people more easily hypnotized than others? They just are, you know, more susceptible to suggestion. You know, certain people are, and that's how those stage hypnotists can tell. They look at your eyes. It's if you have a lot of white under your eyes when you look up, you're more hypnotizable. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's the That's tell why, how white your eyes are? Yeah. So a lot of hypno, um, hypnotherapists <laughs> will take a pencil and have you look up and they'll know how, you know, whether you're going to go really deep or not. I can now tell after tw almost 20 years, I can pretty much tell if someone's going to go really deep or just surface deep. And so what happens when they're just surface deep, which is clearly the majority of the population? How effective is it then? That's a state of theta. And theta is a state where you know what's going on around you, but your subconscious mind is always listening. So you're in a relaxed state, but your subconscious mind is listening. And of course, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. Right, you said so, that. Yeah, so when it when you listen to that, uh, listen to suggestions over and over again, 
then you your subconscious starts to accept them so like a lot of my clients that have anxiety the first session they're not going to go that deep so i i get i do a session i record it they listen to it for two weeks and come back and by the time they come back they're much more relaxed when they do another session so i can bring them deeper so they listen to you doing the hypnosis so that they can go back into that state on their own? They will listen to an audio specifically yeah. made for them, yes. Oh, that's really cool. So you were doing this on your own. Were you able to help your friend who had the addiction problem? They did not want help. So mm -hmm. you have to want to help. You have to want to change the habit that you're... Yeah. Um, coming in for and you have to want to be hypnotized. If you don't want to be hypnotized, nothing I do can hypnotize you unless you're really susceptible, like this, the small percentage. Yeah. Okay. That's unfortunate. So this must have been somebody you cared very much for to learn this to specifically for them. And then they didn't, they didn't want your help. Right. Exactly. What did that feel like? Well, it was, you know, I just, you know, you can't tell anyone what to do. And I That's just thought it would, would help them. And um, I am so glad I did that because I love hypnosis. I love hypnotherapy and I've helped thousands of people over the years. And it's just, you know, it was, it was hard that this person wasn't healed, but with the amount of people that I've healed and helped mm. throughout my almost 20 years it's amazing yeah i love that perspective like that was the catalyst and it was sad that that didn't work the way you wanted it to but you've been able to do so many wonderful things so at what point did you decide i'm gonna go to school for this i'm gonna like get certified and really start doing this professionally i would say after about six months of you know just self-learning and learning everything about it um, then I decided to go to school and it's about a hundred hours of training and then you have to do, you know, practicing on different people. So it took a, you know, a while because it's, it's a lot of time put in. A hundred hours is a lot. Yeah. Is it hard? No, it wasn't hard, but I think looking back now, the hardest thing is you don't have that self-confidence about what you're doing until you've really done it for a while, you know? Isn't and it like that with everything? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it that's really the truth is. with everything. Yeah. It it really is. And it's it, you know, I I think the more uh confident I became, the better I became because I I believed in, you know, I could do it, but I did open my office right after I finished school. So I've had an office ever since I graduated. That's really cool. What was your profession before you got into this? I was a certified financial planner. And That's I still so different. do that. That's so different I, than hypnosis. I know. <laughs> my, my friends used to say, oh, so I get it. You hypnotize them to give you your their money. <laughs> yeah sure but I still do that um you know I still have some clients from that that I work on a couple days a week but 
hypnotherapy is mainly what I do. Um, and I love it. I really, I think it's fantastic. I, and I do too. I think it's super fascinating. Is this something that people have to come into your office for, or can you do hypnosis remotely? Well, I do some of my appointments on the phone, mm-hmm. but I do have on my website, I sell a lot of different audios specifically made for each person. So you can order an audio for anything you want, anxiety, smoking cessation, um, eating, uh, stress, acrophobia, claustrophobia. <laughs> so how does it work? They they pick what their issue is and they buy the audio and then what happens? Well, they pick their issue, then they write down um, what their problems are because... It's specifically so you custom made make for them. them. Yes, it's okay. specifically made for them. And, you know, sometimes they'll give me information and then I'll, you know, email them back and try to get more information. Because the more I know about you and your mm-hmm. issues, the, the easier it is for me to help you. Because sure. those suggestions will change what you're doing. Okay, so what does something like that cost? That's $89 on my website. And uh, the audio can be made in about two two days, usually I will have it done. But uh, right now, I'm doing a lot of audios for ACT and SAT tests. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, have, I have a high schooler and I could be I could see that I also she's I also have a high anxiety, a high schooler, but I, she may be one of those people that's not willing to try to be hypnotized. I, yeah. however, would be like, out. I'd be curious to know if I'm in that top 10%. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, like with the ACT and SAT, I actually walk them through it on the audio. So it's like they've taken the test a thousand times by the time they've listened to it. So I have them even waking up, getting in the car, getting there, walking in, because then when they get to the testing center, they will have already been there in their mind so many times. And so it doesn't feel scary. Right. And they don't feel anxious. Anxiety is the biggest thing, test anxiety. Yeah. And so if you're calmer, your memory is far better. I love that. That's what I was going to say. As a public speaker, I could see using this for a really big speaking engagement. Like one day when I get asked to do a TED Talk, which I'm just manif- working my hardest to manifest, maybe I'll have you hypnotize me first. Yeah. <laughs> That would terrified. Work. <laughs> I do work with a lot of people for public speaking too, you know, but, and it does help because you gain that confidence just by listening to your audio every day. So how often does somebody have to listen to it for it to work remotely? Um, I have them listen to it every day for at least 30 days. Uh, okay. So it, most people will listen longer. Sure. Yeah, if it's something you need to continue using. I love it. So 
as you've done this for 20 years, well, first of all, I want to know what's the reaction you get from most people when you tell them that you're a hypnotist? <laughs> I can't even well, say it without laughing. And I'm this... not laughing at what you're doing because I love it and I totally believe in it, but it is a funny thing to say. Right. So when I became a hypnotherapist, my family was just like crazy. What do you mean? You're a certified financial planner. Why would you become a hypnotherapist? No one gets hypnotized. That's just crazy. And so over the actually, I started in 2001. So over these years, it's amazing because hypnotherapy now is mainstream. I mean, people that you would never believe are coming in for hypnotherapy. And I work with a lot of CEOs. Sure. I work with all yeah. different people. So now it's, not, I mean, most people will say, I've never met a hypnotherapist. Oh, my God. But are you going to cool. hypnotize me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. You've never hypnotized somebody without their permission, right? No, no. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, (laughs) so I'm not not one of those stage hypnotists. (laughs) I'm sorry. I actually really love it. I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm going to hire you to do to do something for me remotely because at the time of recording here, um, we're all in shelter in place for COVID-19. So I couldn't come to your office, although you don't you're not too far from where I actually live and work here in the Chicagoland area. Right. Right. Yes. I'm north of Chicago in Libertyville. And we met, we were introduced because this is such a random small world thing. Your brother sold me my solar panels and I love, never had anybody so eager to be like, oh, you have a podcast? Let me listen to your podcast. It was so great. And then he listened. God love him. What a sweetheart. And then he started emailing me like, I love your show. I love your show. He's like, you got to meet my sister, which is so cool. (laughs) That's great. I love the small worldness of that. What would you say in all of this work that what's the biggest struggle for you in doing this type of work? Well, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but some people don't follow through. Sure. And so they don't listen to their audio. And it's hard for me to see that they want help, but they won't do the work by listening to their audio every day. It's like physical therapy, right? Like you don't want to go home and do the exercises, but I would think just listening to an audio would be easier than doing painful exercises. What do I know? Yeah, and it's only about 17 or 18 minutes. It's not that long. So, Mm. you know, when people are listening to it, they if they listen for 30 days, they pick up all those habits that I've put in their audio, like, I'm confident, I feel good, you know, and all the th- suggestions. I'm that patient. I, give them. I want one that says I'm patient. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's because I'm currently stuck at home with remote learning children and trying to run my business. Or they're, they're all here right now. And, and I'm just like, okay, please don't come in. And they, they may they may come in, in real life. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so there are there are a few things. And also, um, you know, there are people that I have offered free sessions to that I know would, it would help them greatly. But they just don't want to get help. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what is so I get that because as a coach, if I see somebody who I know I can help, I will often say, let me give you a gifted coaching session. And 
most people are pretty into it, but sometimes they, they just don't want to. And it is frustrating when you know you can support somebody and they don't want to support themselves. That's a frustrating position. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What would you say has been the most fun thing you've ever hypnotized somebody about? The most fun. Let's see. Or oh, interesting. I, I yeah. had, uh, well, I, I, maybe not fun, but I had this woman that was totally scared of, um, uh, spiders and she had to go on a boat her boyfriend had a big boat but it had tons of spiders on it (laughs) and I made her actually like the spiders so she wouldn't even (laughs) kill them she loved them so much she gets spider bites all over her (laughs) yeah but I had another one that was really interesting where a woman that was so scared of cats that her daughter-in-law, who was having a baby, had a couple cats. And so she couldn't go over there because she was so scared of them. Oh, yeah. She needed your help. So, I mean, she was a principal of a school and could not get out of her car if a cat was near her. Wow. I mean, it was just crazy. But anyways, she completely... Uh, got over that and you know it was only like two or three sessions she was done and she could see her uh, granddaughter I love that that's really cool now talk to us about the forensics work that you've done because I find that so fascinating okay I've done a few with crimes or with lost items like I worked with a police officer that had misplaced a gun you know I mean he had a number of guns oh shit (laughs) <laughs> so so I did a forensics on where the gun was. Um, and he did find the gun, you know, after we had done the session. He called me and he did say, I found it, you know. And I, under hypnosis, he told me approximately where it was. So, because I questioned him. Usually oh. with forensics, you bring them deep enough so that you can question them now and their subconscious remembers is what you're saying yes uh yeah my memory sucks maybe you can hypnotize me into having a better memory is that possible oh yeah i usually put that in (laughs) with a lot of um my students for sure that everything you read you'll remember your mind is clear and you know so that really helps a lot um with memory that's really, really cool. I'm so excited that you do this. I swear I had no idea that this kind of thing even existed. I really only imagined like the stage hypnosis that you were talking about. So this is, um, it's really fun. How do people find you? Well, I, I have, I really don't have to advertise very much because I am in a building with um, a lot of uh, psychotherapists and massage therapists. Okay. And I'm the only hypnotherapist, but also I get a lot of doctors and, um, you know, clinics that refer people to me because I've been in that area in Libertyville, Illinois, so long that I get a lot of people that just word of mouth, you know, referrals and my website explains a lot. Um, 
That is hypnosishealnow.com. And on the website, it explains, you know, about anxiety, what I help with, and that's really easy to understand, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I just think it's incredibly cool. Do you think, do you feel like this is brave work to to do something that's so not common and I wonder if you do separate question but do you you ever get pushback from people who are religious who feel like this is some sort of bad thing which I I think it's awesome um so a does it feel like brave work to you to be doing something like this and b does anybody ever give you pushback um yes definitely brave work I mean this is when I became a hypnotherapist it was so unheard of that people were like that's crazy and I knew it worked. So I just went forward. And now all my friends, family, people that know me say, gosh, you were in that, you were on the frontier, <laughs> you know, just uh, pushing your way through before anyone even thought about that. So it's yeah. definitely, you know, something that I knew people would not accept but I didn't really care. I thought I'm gonna help people. Good for this. you. Yeah, good for you. I I think it's incredibly brave to put yourself out there. Have you been hypnotized yourself? Yes, I have. Uh huh. I have friends that are hypnotherapists too. So. And so, what would you say it feels like from the the person who's being hypnotized perspective? It's a deep state of relaxation where you don't want to move. And you may have your fingers tingling a little bit. Uh, you may feel as if your body is very heavy or very light. Mm. Um, and some people even say they feel like they're floating. Okay, cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that so much. Do you have any rituals, any grounding rituals, any things that you do every day uh, to keep yourself balanced energy wise? Do you do anything like that? Yes, I meditate at least an hour every day. Oh, wow. How and, long have you been doing that? Uh, probably about four or five years. I've been meditating for 20 years, but for an hour, probably four or five years now. And uh, I do ground myself. I stand and ground myself to the earth by saying, I ground myself to the earth probably three times a day. <laughs> when you Just, do that, do you have to do it barefoot? Um, it's better to do it barefoot. And, you know, if you can walk in the grass, that really grounds you without even saying anything. So um, people don't realize that you know, one of the reasons why a lot of people have so much inflammation is they're not grounded to the earth. Like when you walk barefoot, it helps with inflammation, all different things. So well, um, now that's really fascinating. Do you, do you mean walking barefoot outside or even in your home? Um, outside. Okay. I'm talking about on the on the grass. On the grass. Yeah, yeah. On the sand, in the water, whatever you want to do. But I also work with crystals um, with my in-office sessions. I work with um, a crystal wand, which is just, 
you know, projecting good energy upon the person I'm working with. I love that. We're, we love crystals around here. I think crystals are really cool. And I, I do think there's some healing energy in that as well. Really, really neat. So one of the things that I ask every week to every guest, and, I, and I'm so excited to hear your answer on this, is how do you celebrate? How do you celebrate wins, big and little, and successes and momentous occasions? What are the different ways you like to celebrate? Well, I like to celebrate with, I, I do a lot of group meditations with people, or I just will go out with friends and, and uh, you know, have a glass of wine or whatever, but I celebrate the successes with my business with just feeling this elation of, oh my God, I helped another person. Yeah. So just feeling that elation, acknowledging it and giving it its due diligence, it's like space in your mind and your heart, right? Exactly. So I love that so much because I I hear from so many people that they they don't take the time to celebrate. They don't slow down enough to appreciate what's gone well. And what I'm hearing you say is you sit with I've helped somebody and and this is incredible and that that gives you energy and motivation to continue doing your work. Yes, that yeah. is exactly right. It's really 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 Each cool. Each person is a success for me. You know, it's just it makes me feel good to help others. It's so cool. I really love it. Um and so you do a lot of work helping people with anxiety and depression. I'm curious, after something like the COVID-19 pandemic, um, what sorts of ways do you anticipate being able to help people? Well, I, you know, since I specialize in anxiety, um, I'm sure I will be helping a lot of people get through this because, you know, when you have high anxiety, it really creates disease in your body. And so once someone can start listening to their audio every day and feel more comfortable with themselves, they'll be able to get through it much more easily. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, I have experienced anxiety for the first time in my life, like panic attacks. And I know I have children who have panic attacks and it's awful to watch. Um, And so I know that they're still mild, but I, I know the signs, um, Yeah, I work with panic attacks. I've actually worked with people that came, you know, went to the ER because they had panic attacks. But when I work with someone for panic attacks, I've never had anyone that has had them again after they've had two or three sessions. Wow, wow, wow. I would love to see if it would work on one of my kiddos who's just almost debilitatingly unable to do remote learning right now for a number of different reasons, but she goes into panic attack mode and completely shuts down when it's time to, to do the work. I wonder oh, if, okay. I wonder if it would be helpful for her. Yeah, it would definitely be helpful for her because kids, when they listen to it before they go to sleep, it just sinks into their mind and it creates habits. I'll say, um, when you're feeling anxious, worried, panicky, take three deep breaths. And so they hear that over and mm-hmm. over again, and then they calm down. They start to pick up that habit. Yeah. Yeah. I do tell them to take those deep breaths, but um, they don't always listen to me. So maybe if it was in their subconscious talking to them, they would be more willing to exactly. give it a try. 
Yeah. I love that. So remind everybody again how they can connect with you. And we'll put this in show notes, but tell everybody how they can find you if they're interested in learning more or having their own recording done. They can contact me on my website, which is hypnosishealnow.com. Or they can call me on my phone, which is 847-224-2700. Hypnosis in Libertyville, my website will come up too. So I'm in Libertyville, Illinois, which is just about 25 minutes north of uh, Chicago, maybe 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know everybody's going to be eager to go and check it out. So my last question for you is what is your favorite charitable organization to support? Boys Hope Girls Hope charity in Evanston. And they're actually all over, but Boys Hope Girls Hope. And what do they do? They actually take in children that are um, having a hard time uh, succeeding in their household so then they move into the home with uh, that is, you know, manned by different people, psychologists. Uh, they have a head of the home that will take care of these kids. Usually there's nine or ten children in a home. Sometimes we have less, though. But um, And then they go to the grade schools around or um, high schools like Loyola. A lot of our kids go to Loyola um, Academy and will not. And uh, it just helps them succeed in their life because they have a more balanced um, household where they um, have rules and they actually have people there for them. Many of these people, uh, these kids do not have um, a traditional household. Their family's not home. Um, they don't have guidance. They could be at risk for having gangs, you know, being mm, in a gang yeah. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that organization with me. They'll be our charity of the week. So folks, you know, as I always ask, get to know them, give them if you have time or money or social media likes or shares or whatever it is, um, we're coming together to support each other, our communities in a global way. And this is just one small way you can be part of making really big change. So thank you for sharing them with us, Aaron. Okay. Thanks. Aaron, what are your three words one last time? Addiction, healing, and help. That's yeah. my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> name of is. my game. That's the name of your game. I, I loved it. Um, I think we you did a great job of, of using those words and explaining why you selected them. I love what you're doing. I just think it's it's important and it's fun and it's a different approach, something that people aren't giving enough thought or attention to. And I personally can't wait to try it out. So thank you so much for, for being here and for sharing all of this with us and opening our eyes to something totally new. Well, thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We're going to we're going to work together for sure. I'm excited about it. Okay, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. Or who's going to go out and try hypnosis now? I mean, I for sure am. And then when you do it, you have to give us a call and let us know how it went. That number is 312-646-0205. You give us a call and you let us know what you went in for hypnosis on and how you're feeling afterwards, how you're out choosing bravely, what you want to see in the show. You can call us about anything. I listen to every single message and I promise to respond to you 
personally. I also want to invite each and every one of you to join our Facebook group, which is called Brave on Purpose. And it's just that, folks. It's stepping into our fear. It's stepping into bravery because we know that when we choose bravely on purpose, we choose bigger, we win bigger, and it is most definitely contagious. All you have to do is go onto Facebook and search up Brave on Purpose, answer three little questions, and voila, you're in. So I hope that we'll see you over there. And if you love what we're doing here at The Brave Files, please, please, please consider becoming a sponsor and a supporter on Patreon. Patreon is a great platform that connects creative and artists with people who like to support creatives and artists like me. So all you have to do is visit patreon.com slash brave files and find a level that works for you. They start as low as $4 a month and we have awesome fun prizes for it, but really you can be part of our brave movement and be, be an integral part of helping us grow and do incredible things together. I am so glad to be on this brave journey with you. I thank you for being a listener. I thank Aaron for being a guest. And I just want to remind you to go out every single day and choose bravely. Hey friends, I want to share something really exciting with you. We already know you enjoy listening to podcasts because you're listening to this one, but I'm also betting you enjoy audiobooks. And hey, listen, if you don't already enjoy audiobooks, then it's time to check them out. That's why I'm really excited to share Libro.fm with you. They are an incredible new platform for listening to audiobooks. And by choosing Libro.fm over other audiobook services, you are supporting a local bookstore of your choice and investing in your local community. Libro.fm offers over 150,000 audiobooks via their primary platform, which, by the way, they built with love and from scratch because they're a small business also. They even offer bookseller recommendations for great audiobook options. You can sign up right now via www.vickeryandco.com slash LibroFM. That's vickeryandco.com slash L-I-B-R-O-F-M. And when you do, you'll get one free audiobook of your choice and the proceeds will go to your favorite local bookstore. Now, check what I just said there. You're going to get a free book. And the proceeds are still going to go to your local bookstore because Libro.fm makes sure that their booksellers get paid even when they give a promo to customers. I've listened to over 20 audiobooks this year alone. I especially love listening to memoirs read by the author. And it feels great knowing that all of my purchases support my local bookstore, The Book Table, in Oak Park, Illinois. Libro.fm. The same audiobooks, the same price, but a completely different story. Check them out right now at vickeryandco.com slash LibroFM. You've been listening to The Brave Files, stories from people living courageously. To learn more about the show, find our show notes, or get some great bonus content, visit thebravefilespodcast.com. And we'd love to know what you think. You can give us a call at 312-646-0205. Let us know your thoughts on the episode, the show in general, or maybe share with us how you're out choosing bravely. This episode is brought to you by Vickery & Co. Success Coaching, coaching that helps you maintain a life well-lived and a business well-run. Learn more at vickeryandco.com. 
Our music is produced by Matt Lewis. Follow him on Instagram at Matt M Music or visit his website, theunionband.com. We couldn't do any of this without our extraordinary audio engineer, Andrew Olson. Learn more about him and check out his work at findandrewolson.com. And special thanks to our associate producer, Kim Statler. I'm your host and executive producer, Heather Vickery. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.